Welcome to Emotions Express. Are you tired of making the same mistakes in your relationships? How about going through growing pains from your level up journey? Or are you outgrowing your current friendship groups? Or are you simply just navigating life as a young woman? Says, look no further. On the podcast each week, I will discuss things to help you to overcome those feelings of misery, anxiousness, and frustration for where you are today. Your emotional health plays a key role in creating the life you desire. So let's dive in. I'm so happy that you're back for another episode. So today I want to talk about honoring your limits. It's been on my heart to share this and it's just been on my heart in general as I've been, um, you know, working through this and even noticing certain things, right? Um, I know it's popular to talk about boundaries, right? And this is something at least for me, I'm going to look at this differently. Um, honoring your limits is about honoring yourself, regardless uh, regardless to or regardless what another person is doing, right? I think a lot of times the focus on boundaries is, well, this person needs to do that so that I can be, insert whatever, so that I can be at peace, so that I can have enough time to do this, so that I, but what if you... Or what if we could switch that perspective and instead of waiting on or depending on another person to do or not to do something, what if instead we could honor ourselves even if they do or don't? Um, I had a real breakthrough in my life um, when I was able to take a step back, right, and look at everything around me and look at the things that I could control, any things that were outside of my control. And there's so many things, you know, that are outside of what I can control, right? I can't control what the weather is going to be. I can't control somebody else's attitude, somebody else's responses. But at the same and at the same time, there's so much that I can control within myself. I can control my responses. I can control my reactions. I can control whether or not I'm going to go somewhere. So when I begin to start looking at things from that realm, from that focal point, from that lens, view things from that lens, it's much easier to focus on the things that are within my control. And everything that is not, I mean, hey, sometimes, yeah, it may not feel the best. It may suck. But it's it's not something that I'm going to keep on my spirit, that I'm going to keep on my soul, that I'm going to let affect my energy and my movement. You see what I'm saying? So many times we give our power over to other people. So many times we overextend and overgive or maybe over love in hopes of just maybe this person will do the same thing for me. Just maybe this person will love me like I love them. Just maybe I can get what I want. And, you know, in my experience, sometimes it's a thin line between just doing things from a genuine place, right? From a genuine heart without expectation and doing things because you expect something out of it. And that to me, it's like a thin line of between, okay, this is something that I'm just doing because this is who I am. And then on the other side of it, it's like, is this a control tactic? What is the motive behind this action, behind this intent? What is the motive behind it? Um, you know, and as I began to search myself, 
And as I begin to look at my own life, I begin to see things a lot more clear, right? So that's why I wanted to bring this here to you today, because I talk to people and I listen to people and I, and even in my own life and in my own experience, I see that it's so easy not to honor yourself, right? It's so easy to put all of your emotional, your emotional responsibility on another person, right? And of course, other people can do things to make us happy, right? And sometimes people will do things that it it, it, it makes us upset. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. What I'm saying is either way, you have the opportunity to choose how you engage and how you react, right? And that's about honoring yourself. That's what's important about honoring yourself. And also, I want to get back to honoring your limits because we live in a day and an age where people and especially women have been told that we can have it all. And this, there's this great quote by the um, the Oprah Winfrey that, I mean, so many people love Oprah, but they seem to forget this quote. And it says, you can have it all, just not all at the same time, right? Not all at once. And I know even me just saying that, you may be thinking, well, what do you mean by that? Like, I literally can have it all. And, you know, depending on where you are in your life, that may be true for you. Um, But let me just break this down for me, because I also am under the belief that I can have it all too, right? But that the other part of the sentence where, where it says just not all at the same time, not all at the same time. It's what's really important is this scripture that I love and I cling on to. I think it's in Ecclesiastes. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. So you Bible thumpers, just brace, hold on to your seatbelt real quick. But it's in Ecclesiastes and it's, <laughs> I know I'm definitely not saying that right. Um, and it says there's a time and a place for everything under the sun. There is a time and a place for everything and understand and it goes to explain that so many things that there's a time for there's times of joy and there's time for peace there's time for love and there's a time for hate there's a time for rejoicing there's a time to refrain from rejoicing right and it's so true just think about the cycles of life right there is a time to rejoice right everything's going good and there may be a time to refrain from rejoicing. maybe you're mourning maybe someone passed maybe you're experiencing a loss in some other way we have these highs and lows so when oprah winfrey says you can have it all just not at the same time oprah is a i believe a billionaire right someone who has acquired great success great riches great fame has access to so many resources and so many different things. And still she says, you can have it all, but just not at the same time. So that is so important when we we go back to the topic of honoring your limits, because yeah, you can have it all. But when you try to do everything and be there for everyone and you forget yourself, it goes back, you can have it all, just not at the same time. You have to honor yourself. You have to honor your limits and just say, you know what? I really, I love this person. I want to be there for this person, but you know, it's just not the right time. I would really love to go to this family event, but I have some other priorities at the moment. It's just not the right time. Oh my gosh, I would love to go out with my girlfriends, but my son has a really important thing going on this weekend. It's just not the right time. 
maybe we can go next weekend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean by honoring your limits. And so many times I see or I hear people saying, well, I pour out and I give to this person, but who's thinking about me? And my question to those people and to you, if you often ask yourself that is, what do you do for you? How do you honor yourself? When somebody asks you something and you know you are two seconds away of just passing out and you've reached your capacity for today, what do you say? Do you say, oh, you know what, I, I do it, I'll, I'll just do it, even though you know you really just need to sleep. And if you could do it for them tomorrow, it would be so much better because you would be able to have the sleep, right? And you would be able to show up the person that they really need you to be. Because think about it. Think about if somebody asks you a question, right? Or asks you to do something, right? Okay, let's use a scenario. Hey, all right, I'm going to use Tanya. I don't know, random name. Hey, Tanya, are you able to bring me to court tomorrow? I have to be there at 8 a.m. in the morning. You're asking Tanya that. And Tanya's thinking, hmm, I have to be to work at 8.30. The court is 15 minutes away from my house. But if I do do that, I'll be 30 minutes late to work because of the parking situation. I have to park so far away from my job. Um, you know, you're, she's asking me the day before there's just, there's so many variables to Tanya having consider this question. Tanya has an option. She can reply, you know, I can't, she can go. And if she wants to, she can go into detail why she can, or she could just simply say, I can't, right. I would go with the, I can't one, right. Or Tanya can say, you know what, Dwanisha, I'm going to bring you, but And this is not what she would say, but what if she said, but, you know, I'm going to be mad at you and I'm going to be resentful of you because you're going to ask me the day before when you knew that you had to go to court for a week. And I'm going to wonder why you always come to me for the rescue and I have to suffer so much because you are not considerate. If Tanya said that to me, I would say, Tanya, you could have just said no and I could have asked someone else or I could have took the bus or there's so many other solutions. But for some reason, Tanya felt obligated to show up for me. Tanya felt like she couldn't honor herself or honor her limits and just say, I can't. Tanya felt that she had to be there for me, that it was a requirement too. But Um, it was just a question. It was an opportunity for Tanya to say yes or no, or I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes we act as though like, this is like a life or death thing. And if I don't do this, this person is going to hate me forever. And it's like, you know, nine times out of 10, that's not true. And even if you know that one time out of 10, it is, it's like, Okay, if they love you enough, they'll get over it. And if it's not something that's so trivial or so life or death here, it it will be okay, right? But we think about the way our brains are and the way our brains like to frame things. A lot of times we like to catastrophize things, right? Oh my God, this is such an urgent thing. And it's like, it's really, really not that urgent. Like it's just, you know, oh, boop, 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 little one, two, and we're done here, you know, but it's just how we work. So we have to, um, you know, and in my experience, I have to be diligent about what's really a priority, what can wait. 
and what I just can't do because I am not superwoman. I can't be everywhere at the same time. I can't fly. I don't have a cape. I don't have unlimited energy. I have to replenish and restore my body. I have to um, allocate my time in various ways. And in order for me to keep operating at an optimal uh, frequency, at an optimal um way that I want to show up in the world and in my interpersonal relationships and in my work and in my craft, there are certain things that I can do and are going to take priority and precedent. And then there are certain things that I'll get to it, but just not at the same time. Do you understand what I'm saying about honoring your limits? Do you understand why it's so important for you to honor yourself and not be afraid of other people's reactions? And I say all this to say you are the expert in your life, right? I saw that from a book I read. You are the expert in your own life. So you know when someone's calling on you and they really need you and you're doing it a favor and you won't mind it, but you know when it's that person who maybe they, they're not as considerate, they always come to you and they ask for something, you know, and you just can't do it. But for some reason, you may feel obligated. You know, I like to stay on the vibe of like, I know because I know that, <laughs> you know, I oh, I always say this. I know that we live in, in a way where, you know, people are telling, you know, a lot of people to be selfish. That's not what I'm saying. If you can do something and you're going to show up happy and you're going to do it from a, a, a really um, a genuine place in your heart, then be my guest. Um, if it's going to come with that distasteful, that resentful, that angry aftertaste that after feeling that emotional hangover that I'm just saying that may be an opportunity for you to reconsider it it may be an opportunity for you to reconsider whatever you were asked to do in my experience honoring your limits honoring yourself is way more empowering than going around and yelling and screaming about people um, respecting your boundaries. Like you ever walk into a room or you ever, have you ever been in a room and somebody walks in and they don't even have to say anything, but by their demeanor, by their facial expressions, by the way, their, their body language, something about them commands respect. Something about them commands attention. That same um, feeling, right? That same energetic thing that's going on in that room where nothing has to be said, but you just know. For some reason, I believe that any one of us, you, you know, me today, listening, you can tap into that right? You don't always need to voice things and make it be known. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. You see me, (laughs) you know, you see my skin. You see that I'm black. You see that I'm proud. You see my ethnic roots, you know, certain things go without saying, right? So if we could get to a place where we honor ourselves and we honor our limits, um, you don't always need to address certain things and make these big grand announcements. You just need to move a certain way. You just need to carry yourself a certain way and people will get it right. And there will be times, of course, where you do have to speak up. 
right? You do have to vocalize things. And with that vocalization, now when you master the, um, the body language and the vocalization, you are golden. I mean, that's what I believe. I had a conversation with, um, with um, the friendship expert. We were talking all things friendship. And one of the things that she brought up that I really love is she said that when you master approach, there's not a conversation that you can't have with anyone. Not quoting this verbatim, but she also says something like, you're not going in to change their mind, right? That go, that's going back to control. You're not going in to tell them what to do. You're not going in to condemn or blame. You're not going into, you're not going in to try to sway someone one way or the other. You're just laying out in front of me. You're just having a conversation, right? And then that person, but when your side is coming from a pure place, is coming from an authentic place, you're speaking from your heart. However, they interpret that, you know, in my experience, it has a lot to do with what's going on internally inside of them than what is what's going on internally inside of you. I even had that experience in the past where someone said something to me and um, the way I internalized it was not what they meant at all, right? And that person and I, we have this exchange and it wasn't, Particularly what that person said, it was actually the meaning I placed behind their words, even though they had different meanings. It it was also evidence that I had from past conversations that I had with this person. Okay, we got (laughs) we had a few things to unpack. There was also evidence that I had from this person saying things similar to what they said. So I assume that their message from their heart, what they were, the information that they were trying to portray to me was maybe coming from that same place again. Right. And I know that that can be sometimes kind of challenging, you know, the, the, the situation I just described kind of challenging to navigate because it's like, well, how do I know, um, whether this is coming from a pure, authentic, genuine place, or how do I know if this person is actually saying something to hurt me? And it's like, you know, you know, I trust that, you know, and I also know too, right? This is why I can sit here um, and reflect on it and say, okay, yeah, I could, I could see where I was creating um, a story that didn't happen um, in my head. So I trust that um, you have that same capability because, you know, I'm not special. (laughs) We're all in this together. So, yes, I say all this to say that honoring your limits, honoring yourself is about you. It's not about what anybody else is or isn't going to do. It's not about how your mother made you upset or your dad abandoned you or your boyfriend did something that you don't like. It's it's not about that. It's about you because you matter, because you are important, because you are worthy of love. You know, you're worthy of joy. You're worthy of peace. And I want you to give that to yourself first and foremost, before you go out into the world looking for others to give that to you, looking for others to mirror that into you. Because sometimes people can only love you from how they've even been loved or how how they've been shown love and from what's in their heart. So it's up to you to first give that to yourself. 
you know, and then you can give that to other people. Now we come to the end of this episode. So I'll see you on the next one. Salah.